In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, his first words were, let there be light, and there was light. And ever since, man has been creating darkness, the darkness of sin and death. For while it's true that we are the people walking in darkness, Isaiah says that the people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them a light shined. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. He is Christ the Lord. May this gift of a Savior cause a light to shine in you tonight and for all eternity. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this world is a dark place. I know that's not a shocking statement, right? All we need to do is look around. Terrorism and hatred, uh, crime and negligence, greed and lust. But here's the thing, you don't need to just look around. We also need to look inward, to look in our own hearts. What darkness is lurking there? What shameful sin do you want no one else to know? What sin have you successfully hidden all year? What bitterness, anger, resentment, or hurt are causing love and forgiveness not to be given but to die? What darkness is there in the world? The darkness of evil? Yes. The darkness of the evil one? Absolutely. The darkness of sin? Yes. But also our darkness. The darkness of our hearts and our minds. Our sin-darkened minds focused only on the things of this world. Our sin-darkened hearts desiring only the things of this world. We don't always understand. What is God doing? Why am I here? Why is there so much evil and sadness in the world? Why are things not going better for me? And what we don't understand, we fear. And sometimes even turn away from. No, it's true, isn't it? We turn to the darkness for answers. We turn to the darkness for comfort and relief. We hurt those who hurt us. Or better, we go ahead and hurt them before they even get the chance to hurt us. We keep on chasing joys that don't last, and we chase after feelings that are even more fleeting. We question God, and we believe what makes sense to us and what pleases us. We hear from the prophet Isaiah about the people walking in darkness. That wasn't just a description of the people in Isaiah's day, but it's a good description of men and women in every age, including ours. We live and walk in the darkness of sin and death. Now, this time of year, gifts and trees, decorations and carols may help us forget about that for a while. But they come back. They always come back. And sometimes they come back with a vengeance. Sometimes they come back right in the midst of our holiday. But on this sacred holy night... We celebrate that into the darkness of our world of sin and death has come a light, a great light, a 
light to overcome the darkness and to save us from sin, death, and the grave. And this light is the child born this night, the son given to us this night, the very son of God in human flesh named Jesus. Tonight, with the birth of Jesus, God's let there be light sounds forth once again that into the darkness of our hearts may shine the light of forgiveness and grace, life and salvation. Isaiah says the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Yes, the zeal of the Lord for you. Because no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, the Lord of all, the creator of all things, the king of the universe, loves you. He dearly loves you. He loves you more than you know or can imagine. And so he has, from the beginning, planned for your salvation. And after our first parents fell and brought sin and darkness into the world, our Lord wasted no time, but promised a Savior. When he told Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac, the Lord stayed Abraham's knife-wielding hand because it would not be Abraham's son slain in an altar for salvation, but God's own son on the altar of the cross. When the nation of Israel was reduced to a stump because of its sin, the Lord promised a branch would grow again. One from the house and lineage of David would come and restore God's people again, providing forgiveness and peace. And God did not forget a single one of his promises. No, Luke tells us it came to pass. It happened. In the midst of real life and taxes and troubles, a child is born. A son is given. And they wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger. And if he looks not so great, for that the glory of the angels outshine him, it's only because the greatness of his light is hidden in human flesh, hidden in love, so that we may see and behold him. Because if he didn't hide his glory, his glory, truly, we'd be afraid of him, so afraid in our sin. But he comes not to frighten us, but he bids us, like the shepherds, to come to him, that we may see the goodness and loving kindness of God. The goodness and loving kindness of his light, which has come not just to expose our darkness and sin, but to scatter the darkness and take our sin away. To take our sin away by putting it on himself. To be our substitute under death on the cross. To be, as John said, the propitiation or the atoning sacrifice for our sin that they would shame us no more, that they would separate us from God no more, that they would burden us no more, that the darkness of the sin and death in your heart would be overcome by his life and light. And truly, the zeal of the Lord of hosts has done this for you. For as Titus tells us, when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. 
He saved us. He saved you. When he took, when all his work done for you, his life, his death, his resurrection, his atonement, his forgiveness and salvation, when he gave it all to you in the washing of holy baptism. You see, in those spirit-filled waters, his birth became not just a story, but your story. And he became not just a savior, but your savior. That you would be reconciled to God and live a new life. Walking no longer in the darkness of sin and death, but walking in the light of his love. Because tonight, that's what we see. Love. True love. The love of God in human flesh. Tonight, we look with the eyes of faith upon our Savior in the manger. That seeing him in the manger, we may also see him on the cross. So we celebrate much more than a birth this night. We celebrate the love of our Savior. A Savior for whom there was no room for his birth, but who, by whose death provides for us room in heaven. A Savior who had no sin of his own, but bears all of our sin, so that we who once had no life in us would be raised to life with him. A Savior who was visited by the shepherds, who is now our good shepherd, caring for us through the trials, troubles, and struggles of life, and carrying us in himself through the valley of the shadow of death to life everlasting. Tonight, this is our joy, our joy in word and song and candlelight, the joy of faith, that we people who once walked in darkness have seen a great light, the light that no darkness can overcome. Yes, we know the darkness is real, but because of Christmas, it will never get so dark that you can't see the light. Into the darkness God sent an eternal light. No, darkness does not intrude upon the light. On the contrary, it's the light that intrudes upon the darkness. Light is always stronger than the darkness. The forces of light are stronger than the forces of darkness. You know, the greatest need in our mixed up and confused world this Christmas and every day following is to let people know that there is hope. There is hope. Life is worth living no matter what. You know, we live in the midst of this world that preaches doom and gloom. But we know the truth. We know that in Christ there is always hope. We should not ever be discouraged to the point of despair because Christ has come to us. In Christ, we cling to the hope that, over, that life overcomes death. That love conquers hate, and that truth will prevail over falsehood. We are the people of light, and we are bearers of Christ's light in the midst of a dark and dreary world. The Son of God is born the Son of Man, and that we, sons of men, might be sons of God. So joy to the world. And glory to God in the highest, for in Jesus, we are right with God again. In Jesus, there truly is peace on earth and goodwill toward men. For the light of Christ has shone upon you, and you are in darkness no more. <laughs>
Merry Christmas. Amen.